Slate over at Impact Skills in the UK. And today I've got a short piece about leadership skills and specifically a model that you may or may not know. There are many, many leadership models out there, but this one is one of my favorite. It is so simple. You know, it, it's, it's, it's something that a baby could follow. And that's what I like. For those of you that know me, I love simplicity. I like white space and I prefer to have something that's simple to follow rather than too complicated. In my opinion, you know, complexity is the enemy of execution. So for me, if something is simple, then it's much easier to implement on a practical basis. And this is why this leadership model works. Let's have a look at it. So this is what John Adair created and identified in 1977. It's called action-centered leadership. Action-centered leadership is all about the three main elements, the task, the team, and the individual. Why do I like this? As I said, it's very, very simple, and it keeps an eye on everything. As you know, as a leader, you've got to juggle the balls all the time. It can be quite tricky not to drop one and focus on the other two, or to drop one and not focus on at least one other. So as John says here, the price of excellence in teamwork is eternal vigilance. So keeping an eye on everything all the time. Now, as leaders, we're aware of that. And this is very much a leadership skill, not necessarily a management skill. As you know, they're, they're not one and the same. Management skills are very different to leadership skills. So this is very much about leadership skills and how do we best perform a task given these three elements. So action-centered leadership. John created this, as I say, in 1977. So almost 50 years later, here we are still using it because of its simplicity. It can be adapted to pretty much any situation you can, you can manage to, to name. From, you know, sports and recreation to, you know, large multinationals and smaller SMEs, small, medium-sized businesses. These, these three elements work very well because they all have some kind of task to complete. They all need a team that needs to be developed in order to complete that task. And they all need individuals in order to create a team to complete the task. So those are the three elements. And of course, there are sweet spots in between where they overlap. Let's talk about the task. The task is very simply something A that needs to be identified. What is the task? What is the end goal? Remember Stephen Covey, start with the end in mind. So let's figure out what the task is. Uh, have we identified it? Can we have we created a plan? You know, as a leader, you definitely need to consider how to create a plan for this task. Have we established responsibilities? Have you considered uh, that uh, they all need to be uh, motivated to the same goal and set a target for this particular task in order for them, the team, to follow uh, to 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 con complete that task? The team itself, right? when you've got the task identified of course then you can start to consider who might be eligible who might be suitable who might be appropriate to gather as part of this team to complete the task so as a leader you need to identify the skills that you have as part of your part of your part of your responsibility uh, create a process uh, create a system you know make sure that people are going to work well together if you're not sure about the team element, then please have a look at my previous video about Bruce Tuckman and the five steps 
of team development. It's, it's something that may be useful to you if you want to go back and look at one of my previous videos about team development. So back to this, the leader really needs to look at and say how well this team will work together, the, commun the constant communication between them. Have you created a system or a process where they're communicating on a regular basis? Is it 10 o'clock every morning? Is it once a week at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday? Whatever it might be, we need to have a framework that this team can communicate well together. Keep an eye on individuals, keep an eye on the quieter, more introverted ones, as well as the say more bullish and more dominant characters in the team to reduce conflict and to ensure collaboration increases. The individuals, as I touched on earlier, you know, there are going to be more dominant characters, there are going to be quieter ones. So let's have a look as a leader. Can you identify individual strengths within each one of these people that make up the team? Have we understood the characters well enough to put this team together? Are, you know, have you considered their personalities, their strengths, their fears, some of the areas for development? Is this task gonna pull people, pull individuals uh, to improve in a particular skill set that may be part of their KPIs, for example? So there's so many things you could consider in order to complete that overall task. Now let's talk about some of the risks involved. So if we just focus on the task, <laughs> which uh, you know many of us are guilty of, you do run the risk of sort of squashing the team and the individual because the task has become this huge target that everybody needs to do, that actually individual needs are ignored and the team needs are ignored. And that does run the risk of the task being the most important thing and the other two ignored. Ultimately, the cracks will start to appear. But I fully understand that in some cases, for a short period of time, particularly if you're under constraints, short term only, that the task may need to be more focused, have more focus. The team, and I've seen this before, when you've got uh, a particularly good team and you know they're socializing and they're getting on well, and uh, you know, you've got some great characters, fun characters, and I say they socialize together. And you know, we're trying to keep the team spirit up and high. You do run the risk as a leader of potentially ignoring the individuals within that team. And of course the task, more importantly, uh, perhaps starts to suffer as well because you're focusing so much on the team. And thirdly, but certainly not last, is the individual. As I said, you may have some uh, you know, more dominant characters, more bullish characters in, in this particular team. Um, have they been managed quite well? You know, have, has the leader had a look at their specific skill set in order to best perform the task within that team? Are there some quiet, more anxious, nervous individuals who perhaps need more support in order to pull them up through this skill set as part of their KPIs to self-develop and self-improve in particular area in order to become uh, higher uh, in the, you know, um, in order for them to move up through the organization in the future. So as you can see, there are, there are three elements and there are risks in all three. What I love about um, John Adair, as I said, is the simplicity of this model really works well. He's, he's, been, he's been well known for all sorts of management seminars and, and tuition but his model, this three-circle three model, the action-centered uh, lead, action leadership model works extremely well. Uh, you know, we're talking about leadership 
who've got the good listening skills, they've got the aptitude to motivate and inspire and have great awareness of individuals and team collaboration. On top of that, you know, the ability to practice and more importantly, implement what they preach so that there's mutual respect from the team, the individuals within the team, the team collectively and the leadership. So if that's helped, it's, it's a case of just a bite-sized chunk in terms of uh, training, just to keep you up to date with bits and pieces while we're all on this lockdown. So remember, there is the task, there is the team, and there's the individuals. There is a balancing act that goes on there for all of us, but at least if we're aware of it, we're able to monitor it quite closely and hopefully have that balance, you know, well, well weighed up all the way through the project or the task. So my name's Leith from Impact Skills. I hope you've enjoyed that. If it's, if, if it's of use, please share it among your colleagues. And for the time being, thank you very much for listening. Uh, be safe and take care for now. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.